and welcome back to the Not So Fit Couple podcast with your hosts, Lucy Davis and Benjamin Holden. Feels like we haven't done a podcast in so long. Well, nobody would know. We have recorded a lot of the the past three podcasts because Carla's now back from Thailand. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> it feels like ages so though, Carl. We, we pre recorded three episodes, basically. Yeah, we're, we're pretty hardcore, aren't we? But nobody would know actually unless I said that and gave it away. Uh, yeah, true. Just, Oopsie, dropped it. He's taking sniffing salt. I don't know. I just want to. I feel a little bit tired. Right, take the sniffing salt. Smells yeah. like snot. Let's have it? a look what your face looks like, and then what I'm going to do is I'm going to airdrop Cal a video of my little cousin doing it and show the reaction on screen of him versus you. Hey, Ollie. Yeah. Your nephew. It took it like an absolute champ. <laughs> you didn't even sniff that. I properly. did sniff, sniff it. it. No, you didn't. I know. I can't sniff more than that. It makes. Feels like snot's gonna run out Sniff my nose. It, like it's off a key at one o'clock. Oh in the morning. no, it's all over my mic. Oh, I've put it on my mic. That's to keep you awake for the podcast, right? <laughs> That's literally. Oh, it does. Do you know what though? Isn't it hilarious? Like it does actually wake you up a little bit. I feel a little bit tired today, guys. Just well, on the note of sniffing substances. Oh goodness. Summer challenge is kicking off. I don't think that's correlated. <laughs> Depends. It wouldn't. Depends. It? It just depends. Put, putting those two together. But yeah. The summer have challenge. Have you ever sniffed pre-workout? Carl, have you ever sniffed pre-workout? Oh, I think I, my nose is bleeding. No, of course I haven't sniffed pre-workout. No. I don't know. Have People you? used to yeah. do that. Yeah. That's so weird though, because yeah. what do you mean you're sniffing it? Where does it... Do you mean where to go? Up your nose? No, it goes into your throat. Yeah. So you sniff through your nose and it goes into your throat. Mm-hmm. It's literally disgusting. There's no, there's no purpose to it. We're just lads being lads. Do you think that's because they think like it's going to... No, it was just stupid shit that we did. Like, should we sniff through work? And I was like, that sounds great. And I'm like, yeah. I can imagine you all in the gym, like, racking out. Yeah. How did you sniff it? Like, put, like, actually roll it up and then get, like, a, something to sniff it with? Yeah, little line. That's so weird. I've done a shot of vodka into the eye before. That was a terrible Why? idea. Cow. Uni. Thought that'd be wow. I don't think uni's an excuse for that. No, I know. <laughs> what did that feel like? It was just horrendously painful. Like, uh, uh, as you would imagine, putting vodka in your eye would be. I try to think of anything that I've put in my mouth or up my nose. Well, we don't want to fucking know. I right. got, suicide shots, right? I don't know what a suicide shot is, Carl. I think, I'm, I think it's where you do tequila and you sniff the like you. Oh, tequila, salt, lime. No, no, no. Yeah, but then you sniff the salt and you put the lime in your eye. Yeah, I'm not stupid, though, Carl. I'm not. I'm not doing that. No, I accidentally though when I was little. Sorry, this is really off topic of like drugs and what you've just been talking about. You know those necklaces that you used to wear around your neck with the sweets on. I got one of those really stuck up my nose and had to go to hospital to get it taken out. <laughs> Do you know what's the matter? I was laughing at that. But anyone else? Have you ever heard the term pe- pearl necklace? No. <laughs> we'll forget about it. No. Forget about it. Can I Google it? No. What does no, it mean? Because we've got we've got security restrictions on that you can't access stuff like that on the Wi-Fi. Pearl necklace. Yeah. If you watch on YouTube. If you don't also know what pearl necklace is, don't comment it. Please. No, I don't, oh, don't comment. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it like porn and sex yeah. and stuff? Yeah. Okay. Don't comment that, guys, because we'll get blocked. No, there's yeah. little ja- jazz gems or something that I used to eat. Yeah. I got one stuck on my nose and I had to go to Deb's and I was like six. I was like, oh, my God, stuck on my nose. Do you remember I told you about my uncle got a fly, a blue bottle? Yeah, that is there. not okay, though. Yeah. that's So, summer day, sitting having a picnic, blue bottle flies onto his ear. That's just your standard fly, isn't yeah. it? Boom, finger in ear, <laughs> pokes it right into his ear canal. For the next couple of hours, all you can hear is that is awful. Yeah. That is, have you ever had something stuck in your ear? Apart from your 
voice now. Careful. I have. Shall I tell you what I got stuck in my ear and then we will move on from this because this was also really traumatic. As long as it's not a P&I, yeah? No, it wasn't. When I was a swimmer, I used to sleep in earplugs so I could sleep well. And it was like the one that you kind of made, you know, like you can pull it apart. It's like a yeah. bit sticky, a bit like blue tack. I got, I got the whole thing stuck in my ear and it went down to my ear drum canal and it, I was, I couldn't hear out of it. We couldn't get out. I had to go to hospital and have sur surgery to get my ear thing out. Really? Yeah. Had to have local and everything because it was so deep. And obviously because I'd swam why, on it that morning, you, I had water stuck why, in it. Did you sleep in it, did you say? Yeah, earplugs. Why do you always sleep with stupid shit? Like you sleep now with a bin bag on your head. It's not, it's actually a silk hair. hair mask. Same thing. People ask why I have nice hair after all the running and fitness I do. It's because I sleep Is it? in a silk really? hair mask thing bin bag it does look a little bit like a bin bag i won't yeah. lie uh, but yeah if you had anything stuck in your nose or ears please comment i got stung in the ear by a bee when i was like six how nice. when we're talking ear though Ooh. like what part of the ear we're talking no like not outer ear like the inner bit you know the, oh. what would you say the cup of the ear yeah swelled up i look like fucking shrek it was horrible <laughs> <laughs> like like that uh when it, on here twitter everything just going huge <laughs> yeah, not quite or yeah. what's the other film that it's on professor clump where everyone starts going <laughs> boom, boom, blowing up that is such a good film great, but it? before we started talking about things like that we were talking about the summer challenge yes. which i said is not correlated to sniffing the summer challenge officially starts on the 11th of july and you can enroll literally up until the night before at midnight. And the summer challenge, this one is a 12-week challenge because you guys on the school and people who weren't already on the app and things really wanted a bit of a longer challenge. And this is the whole point of this one. We don't pigeonhole you into, you have to have this as a goal. So you have to lose fat, you have to build muscle. It doesn't matter what the fuck your goal is. Like we're not a dictatorship with what we do as coaches. We want you to be able to find something on the app that is suitable for you and within our community and do that to hit your goals, which is exactly what the summer challenge is for. The links will be below for it. This goes live tomorrow, doesn't it? Yes. You can get 50% off with the code. Oh, yes, you can. Summer, summer 22. Is it summer 22 or summer 50? Right, I'll check right Well, now. the code will be below anyway and you can get 50% off and that's not going to last forever. So if you're kind of sitting on the fence, why the fuck are you sitting on the fence? Step over it. Summer 22 is the code. Summer 22. Don't, don't be that person who waits too late. That's what someone said to me. They signed up this, the really nice conversation I had with a girl. She'd wanted to sign up before and then she just didn't and she regretted it so much that she didn't sign up mm. and she straight away when enrollment opened she was like I'm in Once I'm the doors doing are shut, it the doors are shut that's it we don't, yeah. we don't reopen them again they're shut for a further 12 weeks yeah so links are below for that it's going to be freaking awesome mm. and then just to mention oh yeah we have new new we have new chocolate. I'm going to let Cal taste one of these because I I think these are a bit spicy they are they've got a bit of a kick to them I, go, I reckon Cal might like that I, I like it's it don't say what it is yet give it get her guess it, it takes a while to get through, so... Have you hit the spice? super chewy. Wait, nah. ginger? Ginger, <laughs> it is ginger. Ginger and dark chocolate. Do you know what Lucy does, though? I don't know if anyone can see the tub that is on the set. Basically, before the current chocolates are finished in the jar, <laughs> she fills them up again. So we end up with... Do you know when... No. Do you know when dog shit has been left on the sidewalk for a month and it goes white? That's what she let the chocolate no, through, like, bottom go like. It's because the jar Eat was the like bottom half of the chocolate full. first. No, but the I spices, I yeah. preferred these ginger ones, so I put yeah. them on top of the whatever these Coconut ones. But they only had a few left of those, to be fair. But oh my god, yeah, we absolutely love working with Coro. The products are just these, incredible. These are my new favorite ones. They so are these spicy. Are, these ones. These I think these are peanuts or hazelnuts, 
covered in yeah, dairy, hazelnuts. dairy milk chocolate. And these are... They're like Nutella. Mm. It's like Nutella, but solid. It's solid Nutella. Oh, where did that oh, land? Wow. Got one. No, I'm all right. Thanks. I'm going to stick to the ginger. I really like ginger. Carl, how good are those ones? They're incredible to be fair. Don't ben, don't eat on mic. Sorry, I wasn't. I was away. We'll get a one-star review again. <laughs> I'm never going to drop that. <laughs> I'm never going to drop oh, that one. What is a terminology one call for those people who... Me, I have that. No. <laughs> the food, the thing where you can't listen to someone yeah, I put it on. eat or drink. Yeah. I, I, I have that. Is it misophonia? Yeah. Misophonia, because I did a reel last week and I, on the reel, was eating a dry pot noodle. It was the loudest thing ever. Yeah. Well, even when you showed me, I, I think I I threw up a bit in my mouth. Yeah, but I can't breathe without you throwing up, so. No, the breathing's absolutely fine. It's the um, it's the gulp situation. Cal knows about the gulp situation, mm. to be fair. Sammy kind of agrees with me. <laughs> But for discount on anything from Coro, who are superb, we'll leave a link in the YouTube description and in the show notes. And you can use Not So Fit 5 to get discount from Coro. Yeah. Something we... Ben is going first. Straight face. Oh, we have a joke. We have a joke. Come on. Ready, Carl? Here, Mike, on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. What... Mm. Is the difference between a Catholic priest and a zit? A zit is in a spot. Mm -hmm. I don't know, but I don't think it's funny. A zit waits until you're 12 to come on your face. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Come on. <laughs> Why are you still thinking about it? I don't it? get it. Oh my is god! It, is it? How can you not get on? Come on. on. Is it waits until you're twelve? Yeah. As in like acne and stuff. When so so like they appear, they come on your face. Puberty. Don't they? Yeah. yeah. What was the priest? Where was he? The is it waits until you're twelve to come on your face? How? But a priest doesn't. Yeah. What do you? Who? What priest is doing that before you're twelve? What do you mean? <laughs> A lot of Catholic priests. What do you mean? I don't get it. There was like a sex scandal in the Catholic Church in the last. Oh, is that the one that's on Netflix? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they were just straight up. Yeah, they had like a handshake. Yeah, they were doing more than the handshake to the kids. <laughs> no, no, no. Is in they were shaking the girl's hands in a certain way, which meant I want to yeah. have sex with you. Sorry, yeah, again. I didn't find that funny though, Ben. I thought that was just right. I'm gonna I'm gonna get a joke ready for the next episode as well. I'm not gonna tell anyone who the the guests are for the next episode. We'll see how they take the next joke. Yeah, that's way up their street. Yeah, that is. I mean, mm -hmm. I just don't believe that was cool. my kind of question. Something I, we wanted to touch on today, and this is because it's a topic that has to be spoken about, and it's kind of one of those things if you've not understood it or read up on it or speaking about it in some sort of way or having conversations with like friends and family it, I think personally you need to be having those conversations so recently the U.S. Supreme Court has officially overturned Roe versus Wade and this basically means you can't have an abortion and they're saying after 15 weeks of pregnancy with one of the things that I read I don't know how legit that is well, in the US, Cal, is it everywhere in the US? So just a quick clarification, if anyone's not sure, basically Roe versus Wade was like a, a long-standing precedent in the US saying that um, women have the right to abort a fetus. Um, the Supreme Court has said that it's now not 
uh, constitutional right. It's uh, they've left it up to the states. So in certain states, mainly Republican states in the U.S., uh, any stage that you are pregnant, you can't abort the fetus. So all abortions are illegal in I think thirteen states with a further five to go. Have you seen what some companies have come out and done? No. They said I, I don't know how much exactly it is, but I'm sure it's around the four thousand pound marker. They said that they will pay for their their worker, their colleague, their member of staff. They'll pay the the four thousand pound for them to go and travel to wherever it is to get the abortion. That's amazing. Yeah. Shouldn't, that, shouldn't have to I do mean, that in the first place. Yeah, though. sorry, that's amazing from the company perspective, but the fact they're having to bring that in as yeah. like a part of your policy, yeah. your contractor employment is fucking insane. Yeah. That's what they're saying. People guns have more rights in in the yeah. US and you're taking away a woman's right and there's been obviously a lot of top and conversation about things in terms of when pregnancy goes wrong, if you have a miscarriage and eptopic pregnancies or the pregnancy becomes dead, something happens. And then the other side, poverty, you're financially not yeah. able to have a child. <clears throat> and there's so many different factors. And then you even go further into rape, sexual assault. Yeah. And it, it's, it is fucking mind blowing that you've know. taken that right away from a woman i don't know tons about this topic but for me a lot of these topics come down to just fucking common sense mm. like who 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 comes up, up with this stuff it's just like ideological stuff i i just don't understand how it how it can even be passed well this is one of the main issues as well it's kind of been passed by white old men is there, I think there's one woman, four guys and one woman who was, I don't even know if Kyle would know who that. Who, um, and, and that is just rid ridiculous. Yeah. You don't even have more than half women talking about women's rights. Mm -hmm. And I've spoken up about it on social media, not ridiculous amounts, because again, I've been watching the people's videos and taking it all in and speaking to people about it. I think it's important to share exactly how you feel because if you're not, I mean, we have a platform, we should be posting yeah, about 100%. it. And I even had some comments being like, I can't believe you support abortions. I'm, but, and also those comments, I'm just like, don't, I don't give, I don't care about your, I don't literally that you're against. I don't want to know. Like, don't message me. Don't comment on what I'm saying. You can disagree with me, but I don't want to know because yeah. you can't agree with what's going on. It's, and Amelia actually put it really well. She did a fantastic video on this. Um, basically saying there are a lot of things going on in the world at the moment. Things that could be more like trivial, bigger wars yeah. and things like that. But this is also something to do with women's rights. And yes, it's starting in the US. But then what if we start going to more and more countries and more countries follow suit? I don't know if they would. God knows if other countries would. I, think there's a, I feel like there's a lot of things going on at the moment, which step step on women's rights mm -hmm. Th there's some things again like that which you would presume would be common sense obviously isn't the other thing that there's been a lot of talk about at the moment is because there was a ban on trans swimmers swimming in is it the commonwealth or is it the next olympics that's coming up it's just in anything in terms of like competitive sporting events high level sports so fina made yeah. the decision and then i think a knock-on effect from that was rugby players i think there was a ban on oh, in, in the rugby, rugby there's been a knock-on effect to i think a couple of a sport i don't know to what level they were again for me it's common sense to say that there's not a genetic advantage or an advantage which is 
taken place over the years of being a born male and going through, pu- through puberty, having the extra testosterone, building the, the denser bone structure, having more muscle tissue, and also the advantages that come from the respiratory system as well. You just can't argue that it's not right for that to happen. Mm-hmm. I put something up on story about it the other day. A few people disagree. A lot of people agreed. I think everyone, again, can to form their own opinion on it. For me, again, it's common sense. Like, don't ruin women's sport. Don't ruin women's sport. Create different categories for it. We don't just don't need it. One of the things that was said by Fina, well, I quote Fina, said that male to female transgender athletes could now compete in the women's category only provided they have not experienced yeah. any part of male puberty beyond Tanner stage two, which marks the state, the start of physical development or before the age of 12. Yeah. I can agree with that. Like you're 12, like you're, you're not developed and things like that. But then I think that's a really strong mark that Fina did make. I mean, if I, I kind of look back, if I was still swimming, I'd had no chance, yeah. no chance. The guys were so much faster, like so much faster than us. I mean, I give myself a good go, but they, I can't, I can't argue yeah. that they were faster than us and stronger. There was that stat that there was US boys in high school who were, beating the women's world record for 100 meters at one point it's also really hard isn't it because those women will have worked so incredibly hard hard for those world records so what fina have done i think is fantastic and i think it was caitlin jenner who actually retweeted the tweet about it and i first saw it and i was like that coming from her i think that's like fantastic as well but that's when i actually first saw because she had reshared a tweet by the way i'm all for supporting trans rights and people having the choice to do what they want to wish i've got nothing against that at all we had alex lincron to talk about the trans community that podcast was great that was great i just can't get on board with this one and unfortunately you can't win every battle and you can't have everything your way in life and this is one of those things where it's really unfair to a bigger proportion of the population to say that trans people can compete or trans, which way is it? Can trans from male to female mm-hmm. can compete in female mm-hmm. sport is going to spoil every category of sport, I believe. Yeah. Do you think it's, do you think there's any yeah. level of like which sport it is? I think even. So you say like darts or archery. But there's been this thing. So again, okay, there's another one this morning skateboarding. Apparently, mm. males have a better, uh, what was the word? Coordination. Hand-eye coordination, hand-eye coordination and balance. So again, made it unfair. So it's not just the power and stuff that comes from being a born male. Apparently, there's other advantages there that, yeah. that come from it. And they were digging into that. So that's why they're going to start looking at other sports now as well because of it. I think they'd have to because the Olympic Federation is going to have to have a full... Mm-hmm. When is the next Olympics? What are we in 2022? Is it twin? It's the Commonwealth coming up, isn't it? Yeah, it'll be the commies. And then, when's the hell is the next Olympics? We've got, apparently, we've got two in one year or something, haven't we? Because no, you don't have two Olympics in one year. I went to watch Harry race the other day, years. and he was saying, I think it might have been two years. They were squeezed into a shorter time frame because of twenty twenty four. Where yeah. where is that? Tokyo was. We've done Tokyo, Rio, Tokyo is like Paris. <laughs> I'm go. I'm gonna go to yeah. that. 2024. Big up to um to Harry, who's been on this podcast, by the way. He's been selected for the commies. Represent Shout Great Britain for the, for the awesome. sixth time. I went to we'll watch get him. Harry back on, actually. Yeah, I went to watch him race in Manchester last weekend. He's so fast. Yeah. He, no joke. Right, Harry he walked on so track. fast. 100, 100 meter runners look different now, by the way. A lot of them are quite tall and stringy. And I was sitting in the stands <laughs> and Harry walked out. And he's just like this, boom, like a brick shit house. He's so, he's so big. 
He's so, so big. Strong. But then he, he pulled me into the back and I was in the back area with everyone. I was like in awe. So he was starting to get fitted out for his GB kit. And I was sitting there and there was, um, who's the Welsh guy who used to run for Great Britain? A hundred meter runner, really, really good. I'm not sure. Can't we'll remember what his name was. Uh, Christine Aragu, um, is it was there? Yeah, you might have butchered the last name there, Sorry. but we'll go with that. Sam what? Sam Gordon. No. <laughs> I can't remember. And then the, the other guy, Darren, something was there as well. Another 100 meter runner. He ran in the 4 by 100 Really, really good runner. Uh, Asher was there. Yeah. Dina Asher-Smith. Dina Asher-Smith Asher was Phillips. there. They were all there. There's a couple of 100 meter guys. I was just sitting there. Ha- and they were all dead professional, all getting fitted out for the Carl's Black and stuff. We have a personal joke we can't share. Yeah. And <laughs> anyway, they were all there. You really did it again, Carl. And I was, yeah. I was I was absolutely in awe. And then Harry's obviously being Harry dicking about getting fitted for his stuff. For, for his stuff. He's like, Can you take some videos of me? Like catwalk, TikTok, whatever. They're all there getting kicked out for this new kit, which is like it's a big moment. You're getting kicked out for the GB kit. Mm. And he's just walk, walking along in his boxies with this absolute python swinging, swinging around in his CKs. And this blonde girl's fitting him and she's just like, what the fuck's going on? And I'm recording him <laughs> doing a TikTok. But it was a good experience just to see behind the scenes of, yeah. of everything else. Getting that was kitted on. out was always yeah. like a really fun fun part of sport. Mm-hmm. We, I don't, we don't really get that anymore. We don't really get to fit out with people. But mm-hmm. yeah, Harry's awesome. We'll get him back on the podcast because he's just such a great character, isn't he? High energy. He, high everywhere energy. you looked, you could just hear Harry. Optimism, high energy. Yeah. He can also jump really high. Mm-hmm. Like he can jump like the height of this room. Not even exaggerating. But did you, can we do rock, paper, scissors for All our right. first question? If you want. Go one, two, three. And then go. Do you want me? Ready? One sec. <laughs> Why? What were you doing then? I was just Googling. Jeremiah Azu? Is that the Welsh guy's name? No. Well, I have to put uh, pop it on the screen. Yeah. Because you're not going to find it. What are you shaking there? I'm ready to do our rock, paper, scissors. Right, I'm coming now. Sorry. On three. See, this just shows how procrastinating Ben can get. No, because I was just looking to see if I could find this 100 meter runner's name. We'll find it after and pop it on the screen. All right, calm down, love. <laughs> Ready? One, two, three. One, two, three. Hey, oh, I nearly did is then. But I didn't. <laughs> did you ever do that when you're like, oh, I nearly did yeah, that as well? <laughs> it, was, it was a one in three chance, so tough shit. <laughs> okay. Cool. So, first question. Would you recommend teenagers? Teenagers. Would you recommend for teenagers to track calories? How old are we talking? Are we talking 13 or 18? That's the question. Expand on it as you wish. Okay, so 13, 14, 15. I personally don't think you need to be tracking calories. Maybe even pushing it to 16. 13 to 16, I personally don't think you need to be tracking calories. You just maybe. 15, 16 need to be a little bit more aware of balanced nutrition and balanced food. 13, 14, you're way too young. If you are 13 and 14 and you're obese, I think that's where your parents should be helping control meal sizes and portion sizes and getting you moving a little bit more and activity in schools and things like that. I think from obviously 17, 18, you can track calories and you can do it well for your goals but then it also comes in a stage of with social media at the moment it depends what information they've absorbed if they've absorbed the poor part of social media where 
tracking calories looks like it's obsessive and you can't control it and it just creates eating disorders that's obviously when it's not recommended probably even past your teens you'd have to unlearn some of those behaviors but then if you've been brought up in a world of social media where with us for example Mm -hmm. i think you'd be fine tracking calories so it kind of depends what you've consumed from the age of 15 16 17 but 13 14 no way and if you're if your child is morbidly obese or overweight, I think as a parent, you should be doing something to help your child. Yeah, I think you've raised an important point there. I would always ask why. Why is it now necessary for you to track calories? But then on the other hand, I'm always pro-education. So it may be better for as a means for you to teach or mm. for someone or to recommend someone who can teach your teenager more about calories, macros, food choices, balance, balance being key. Because it's not a bad thing for, for people to learn about calorie tracking. It's it's one of the most useful tools that we know for whether you're looking to lose weight mm-hmm. or whether you're looking to add weight. And as we spoke about before, counting calories isn't inherently bad. And to say that there's a, a causation that counting calories then leads to eating disorders is wrong. We know there's some kind of correlation. We just don't know which comes first. The people have a natural tendency for eating disorders or disorderly thing and then go on to track calories or do people track calories and then go on to develop eating disorders. And it's not the same for everyone. Mm -hmm. So you can't inherently say it's bad for people to track calories. And yes, the goal for us is to educate people and then for people to be able to eat more intuitively. I've said that the right way around. Yeah. Eat more intuitively. You want to take that crutch away eventually. So I'm always pro education. I think if it is going to help in the long run, I think definitely teach them. I think as the the point that you made was where are you getting the information from? Is it reliable? Is it a good source of information? Like at the end of the day, I don't believe you oh, I certainly didn't learn lots in PE or in sports education classes when I was at school. It's not even touched on, you learn about yeah bone density and shit so where where the source of information that's why one of the big sections on the micro school is we have a complete education portal on there where we speak a lot about calories macros breaking things down eating disorders the links into disorderly eating how to avoid falling into traps there's a lot of stuff around nutrition there and healthy eating habits and improving or ways you can improve your relationship with food that's a really vital part of what we create on the micro school so if you're looking to point someone in the right direction, you can certainly look onto their first source of information, which are going to be reliable. And there is a free trial code thing. What is it again? Well, yeah, I've, yeah, <laughs> not done a podcast in a while. What is it, Cal? Not so fit. You can not so fit twenty. Don't know why it's called that, guys. But use the code not so fit twenty. You can get a seven day free trial. Mm-hmm. Even if you just want a little bit of information on the community and how we work <laughs> as coaches. Mm-hmm. It was a good question. It was a really good question. Had me really thinking about, but to be fair, like even when I was in sport, I didn't track calories. I didn't even ha- I didn't know have, what it was. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know what tracking a calorie was, mm. but yeah. There's, there's obviously other uh, means for you to add and lose weight. You can guesstimate stuff. You can eyeball stuff. You can reduce, you can increase portion sizes, but we mm. just know that calorie counting is an, an accurate tool to, to be able to know what, what energy is going in and out of the body ultimately. Yeah. I went so mad at someone the other day, didn't I, who had messaged me on Instagram, a really rude message. Should I share? If you want. We're going to have sharing time. I basically, if you all know, (laughs) 
I'm about 11 days out my 100k. Fuck off. Are you running an ultra marathon? You've never yeah. told anyone. I feel like every <laughs> that was so sad. <laughs> You're not invited. I'm not invited. I've been uninvited now. <laughs> um, so, and I kind of knew my body would change, but I didn't really anticipate how it would make me feel like mentally. And I've lost a handful of weight. And I basically put a post on Instagram saying, I've, I feel like I've lost my identity a bit. It's been like a really hard past couple of months, like mentally and still trying to run businesses and train so much and et cetera. And I put this post on and say, I'm still eating ridiculous amounts. I aim to keep the weight on, but there was kind of nothing I could do in those last couple of weeks where it really was like peak week. And this girl... Bear in mind, I've just been very vulnerable and shared something super personal, how I was feeling because I hadn't updated people in like weeks. This girl was just like, hi, I don't want to come across rude. If you also, if you start a message like that on Instagram, your message is going to be rude. Hi, I don't want to come across rude. You, you're just teeing yourself up, aren't you? To, to yeah. produce a rude message, but protecting yourself. So. Yeah, 100%. And she was just like, you can 100% um, avoid weight loss. You just have to have like gels every hour when you run. Um, you just need to eat a little bit more. Um, this is really bad message for someone who had an eating disorder. You're promoting weight loss. I fucking went in like you would not believe. Basically shut this girl down because I'm not having stuff like that saying you can easily keep weight on. Well, no, not for everyone because I've worked to put on 12 kilograms since I quit swimming. So no, not for me. It's actually not that easy to keep weight on. Training for 100K, I knew I was going to lose a bit of weight saying about eating disorders like girl i've had one let's not go there tell me how to run my race and how to eat don't go there and then she tried to come back from it and was really apologetic and i just think you have to be so careful with how you message someone on social media and never ever ever start your message with i don't want to come across rude but don't bother sending it <laughs> don't bother sending a message if you're starting it with that other people's bodies at all right. that's a good it's a good point, Ben. People go through periods where your body's going to change. It's not always going to look the same. Yeah, and pregnancy. The, the environment or the goal that you're working towards is going to dictate and change that. And that's not always going to be based on the fact that I want to look this way. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be based on the fact that I'm looking to achieve this big feat in my life. And it's a lot more psychological, mental, or even charity-based are the reasons that I want to try and achieve this. And as a byproduct, my body is going to change. But at the moment, that isn't the primary focus. Yeah. Well done, Ben. That was really good. That's actually kind of my next question. My first question. How do I improve my mental strength when I want to give up? I think this is also from like a sporting stance, like train, like when you're training and you want to give up. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think for ev the thing to first realize is that everybody who's ever completed any kind of goal, sport, achievement, won a medal, won a game, won a match, whatever it is, is going to want to to have given up at some point. Is going to want to throw in the towel and think, do you know what today? I just can't be asked. So, firstly, knowing that it's normal to have days where you just can't be asked is going to be is going to be there because the one thing that I would say in order for you to stay motivated is to look at habits mm -hmm. and look at how you're implementing them in the day because it's going to be. There's going to be days where you're not going to be motivated. And that's where you start to rely on habits and things that you do every single day. Because once something once something forms as a habit, you're just going to do it whether you're motivated, whether you feel like it or not. So implement a structure to where you have stuff in your diary and the non-negotiables. And the one thing that I always like to do is eat the frog. So get the hard shit done first thing in the morning. And then you've got less chance of later on going, I can't be honest doing that. Mm. Because 
motivation is going to come in drips and drabs. Like we said before, you can't stick your head out of the window and then motivation is just going to be there. It doesn't, just doesn't work like that. Mm. There's, there's going to be times where motivation will be high. But the other thing that you can do is, is look at where you get motivation from. So think about things that make you motivated. I, I can't sometimes turn up at the gym and be like, oh, I'm ready to tear my quads off the bone today. I turn up at the gym today, I come be off, put the M&M album on. Eminem's great, yeah. you know. He's nearly 50. Yeah. He looks 20. Sorry. So that's like a fangirl moment. Yeah, Carry put, on. put the Eminem album on. Yeah. Head came up, I was yeah. like, pop, pop my hood up. Dick's hard, ready to go. Do you know what I mean? Raise a battle again. And th- these are these things that you need to do is find things for you that get you up to stuff. Have, have Even have like, we've spoke about the happy list before where you can have things that you go to immediately to make you happy. You could have things wrote down in the back of your diary or in your notes. And they could be things that you know in times where you feel down and you can't be bothered doing something that you can go to to get you up for it. Might be music, mm-hmm. might be something that you read, might be something that you look at, might be something that you listen to. It could be... It could be a reason why you started. It could be a reason why you're doing it. If it's a charity, it's, it could be something that you're looking to achieve. So ha- I think having some of that could definitely help in terms of inspiring you when you're not feeling great. Yeah, 100%. We recently spoke at the My Protein event where me and Ben were hosting and we spoke to Mark Billingham, who is the guy from SAS. He's been in the armed forces, SAS, everything like that. And he had he said something that really resonated with me. When you're doing something, whether it's training, whether it's running, swimming, cycling, whatever you're doing, you, when you want to give up or you hit that point of, I can't carry on, my body's shutting down, you're only at about 40%. You're only at about 40 fucking percent. You're not even halfway when you want to actually give up. Mm. There's another 60% you can tap into. Tapping into that is so hard. That's it. It hits like another level. I've only had it twice, twice throughout the whole training. I, I, my body shut down, but mentally I've been able to carry on. And I think mental strength is something you can really, really work on from experience as well. Thinking about past experiences, how you've coped with harder times in the past, and then thinking of strategies that can help you through. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what the strategy is. It can be so different for different people, whether it's affirmations, whether it's speaking to yourself, whether it's having a word with yourself, you're essentially being proactive. You're not ignoring the problem. You're thinking of something to do with it. I I had this really badly on that 60K and I had like a four word affirmation and I was so embarrassed when I first said it. But I was like, fuck it, I'm on my own. Nobody can hear me. I was screaming this out loud. <laughs> I swear to God, if anyone was like near me, they would have just heard. So it was Lucy Davis. <laughs> I think I'm going to take this to my ultra as well. I was like, who the fuck bought this girl? Lucy Davis, you are strong. You are beautiful. You're inspirational. And I do like a little <laughs> a little dance. <laughs> and I was like... I'd let go of my arms like you're amazing <laughs> just like penguin waddle who does that in a 60k by the way I don't know but it got me through yeah. my point there is it doesn't matter how ridiculous you think you look so that was your mantra and that was my mantra and it's some and it's gonna get me through my, my 100k 100 percent. Mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how silly you think something is or like a little ritual you have from past experience I know stuff like that works so that has allowed me to tap into past that 40 percent 
wall. Yeah, I think if that makes sense. I think telling yourself things that are good about yourself and that you love about yourself are, are really powerful as well. And it's awkward. It's quite awkward. You hard, feel a bit awkward. Thing to do. You're beautiful. What the fuck do you mean? You're a little egotistical. It's, it's hard to say it's... positive things about yourself and like that TikTok video that I put I up yesterday where say. I went up and asked someone in the gym, tell me one thing that you like about your body. The guy that I asked found it hard and said I can only name one thing. People struggle to find things that they like about themselves. Cal, what is one thing that you like about your body? That's a tough question. Is <laughs> I'm very tall. That's quite handy. Um, and then I also don't store body fat on my arms. So when I train arms, they look pretty good. But that's about it. So, see, that's always a comment. That's about it. You just, you just you like shunted more, off your You like compliment. more things than one. But the one thing is a good sort of pathway into discovering, I suppose, forms of self-love and things that you like about yourself as well. Because a lot, a lot of people tell could list a multitude of things that they don't like about their body. Yeah, which is like a really big positive for mental strength to be yeah. able to look at yourself in the mirror and say, Lucy Davis, you've got really nice teeth. Mm. And it makes you smile more. Because yeah. it's like, wow, look at my teeth. <laughs> That's just an example, by the yeah. way. But no, it is like mental strength is one of those things that I personally do think you can work on. I think you can go through a traumatic experience, you can go through something, or you don't even have to go through a traumatic experience and it can make you mentally stronger. Because having mental resilience and mental strength is a great thing. So. I always like to think about how I'd feel once I finished it versus how I feel if I don't go and do it. Yeah, as in really disappointed. As in if I've got a session that I need to do, how am I going to feel if I'm sitting here, here in an hour's time and I've missed it versus how am I going to feel getting back in, getting in the shower and feeling accomplished from doing something that I needed to get done? Yeah, again, a quite a hard, probably quite a hard thing mm -hmm. to do to put yourself in that yeah. perspective. But yeah, brilliant. Okay, question number two that we had come in. What to do if the friends I hang around with? So what to do if the friends I hang around with? I've wrote this question wrong. I do apologize. I'm going to have to rephrase it. <laughs> what do I do if the friends I hang around with make me feel worse than better off? Ooh, that is... A great question. I think this is something that, again, comes with past experiences and growing up and kind of becoming an adult. I definitely had friends and I was like, you literally make me feel so shit about myself. Everything that I'm doing, you think I'm boring. You think I'm not worthy. I don't go out and drink every night. So you think I'm a fucking melt. melt. And I was still friends with them all. And I was like, this is so... And then I moved away from that. And it was after uni. I realized I had two friends who I was actually close to at uni and everyone else I was a bit like, well, but at the time it's really hard to get away from that because you feel like you have to have a big friendship group. Yeah. I don't have like a massive friendship group. I have like my best friends who I could probably have on five and a half fingers. Why one's a half? What is your fucking midget? Because I've got like seven or eight close, close, close people yeah. to me. And then you and Cal and all that would be like mm -hmm. 10. But it's getting through that thing that if you actually feel like people aren't making any benefit to your life, like seriously aren't making a benefit to your life and they're not really bringing anything but negativity, you know, check in with them first and think, you know, are you going through a bad space? How's your mental health? How, how are things? I feel like there's quite a bit of negative energy. And then if they're kind of okay and it's just their personality and what they're like as a person, they don't really enjoy what you're doing. You don't have to, you don't have to be mates with them. Yeah. 
There's loads of people who I'm now not mates with who really, really weirdly as well, fully enough, have been meshing me loads since we got married because I think they think they're coming to the wedding. And I'm like, that's fucking rude. Like, I've not spoke to you in five years. You're not coming to the wedding just because we were friends. We didn't really get... It's having that boundary of you didn't bring anything to me. And yeah, I think it's okay if you changed. I think change is good. Growing as a person is really good. And if you don't change with someone, it's okay. They're still memories. Yeah, You had great times with people. If you grow apart and it's just not right for you, it's not right for you. Yeah, I'm certain agree. I think if people, if you have friends who make you feel worse off and better off, firstly, I believe the people who you hang around with should be the people you can vibe with, bounce off, share ideas with, share problems, issues, solutions with. So have friends who ultimately want the best for you. Don't stick around with friends who shoot you down, who criticize you, who ridicule you when you try to do something new or when you're being vulnerable would be my fair suggestion. Mm. And ultimately, the ultimate question is, I will be asking, do my friends sit on my fucking team? The team of what is going to be best for me? And if not, go fish. Because Go where? Go fish get fucked mm. because at the end of the day i think that's an important question to ask like at the end of the day it boils down to do my friends want what's best for me mm. if they don't find new friends because they should support you with exactly. whatever you choose to do if i suddenly wanted to take up fishing Why you would because you, you just said, said fish, fish. you would support that endeavor yeah you'd buy probably buy me a rod or something and be like good luck yeah great example but i'm trying to give you an example it's not, probably it's not a great example is it no it is i'm trying to think of another but sport anyway at the same time it's got it's still got to work vice versa as in sense? you have to support them yeah it's, yeah it's good to have friends who will also give you a slap every now and again yeah. and say stop 100%. stop being stop being or doing that shit to yourself and hold yourself to higher values mm. it's good to have friends like that but at the same time you need to be sometimes be that friend that maybe when someone else is low or the group is low, you be that person who's the fucking light who says, come on, like we've got this. Mm. You you can't just take a back seat and not give back. Yeah. I also think just when you were saying that then, there's a difference between being like critical for someone where you're trying to help them as a friend and just being damn right negative. Like mm. if there's negativity and it's a really bad vibe and they're genuinely not helping and they're solely just critiquing very negative, that's not a friendship you want. Yeah. If they're critiquing in a way that's kind of feedback critique and they're also trying to help without coming across offensive, I think that's a positive friendship to yeah. have because you categorically should not agree on everything, whatever yeah. it is, business, relationships, what food you like, there should be disagreements that's not a bad friendship. That's a positive friendship that you can talk about different things and agree. Even before you spoke about something with the transgender thing, Carl said, no, to be honest, I actually yeah. don't agree with that. That is a really healthy friendship because you can't just agree on everything. I'm about to talk about my fair question. Oh, balls. So, no, it's good. It's <laughs> I good, read your mind. Ultimately, the two big things are though, do my friends hold me to high values? Do they want what's best for me? They're the two big things for me. Mm-hmm. However, do you know the one thing that really pisses me off? Mm. And I think everyone has had this type of friend before. The type of friend who's like, my dad's bigger than your dad. You know. Dad. Listen, you, like, you tell your mate, 
how you slept with three girls on a lad's holiday. Yeah. And he comes back with, yeah, I shagged 33. And by the way, this isn't, this isn't about me. Just making up. Or, I, oh, oh right. I just got a new car. I got the new Astro. Do, do you want to see it? I've just ordered the new Mercedes Z class. And you're like, cool. And I ordered five of them actually. Yo, my dad's bigger than your dad. He's always, it's that person who's always done something or got something better for you. Always wants to get one up on you. Brings conversation back to themselves. Yeah, it's just annoying. Like you don't want friends who feel like they're just trying to compete against you or they're trying to belittle you all the time as well. Yeah, 100%. I can think Uh, of people. Yeah, I think (laughs) think everyone could probably think of someone who's like that, who always brings the conversation back to them. Yeah, even when you're really proud of something yeah, and then you feel really embarrassed little. that yeah. you've just like shared something. Value other people, what what they've got going on. Yeah, 100%. My question. You don't have to put your hand off. No, I know, but I think it's quite a nice break point. Okay. This is actually my last question. Beautiful. I also thought it was quite a, quite a good question. What is the best fitness watch in your opinion? Right, okay. Lucy's probably saying she's been asked this question. She's definitely created this question herself because she's bought me this new Garmin last week and she wanted me to tell everyone that she bought it. Is this the biggest... Is this is this would you this is called virtue signaling? Is that what you call it? I don't know. I actually didn't do it for the purpose. Yeah, she fucking did. For the purpose bought, that I bought you right, a garment. I'll, 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 <laughs> Lucy, by the way, I'll announce it to the camera. Lucy bought this new Garmin. The Felix or Phoenix 6. Phoenix 6S Pro Sapphire. Fucking hell, look. She's researched <laughs> the whole thing before. She set it up for me the other day. So yeah, Lucy bought me a go and watch everybody. <laughs> that wasn't Thank actually. <laughs> Lucy Davis, everyone. <laughs> that wasn't why yes, I had asked the question. It's because I'm asked so much what watch do you have? What watch do you think is best? What is that other thing on? So I thought I'd address it in a podcast because I just, there's so many questions and I don't, every okay. time I wear it, I'm not addressing what it is. So I thought it was actually. Um, okay, I'll tell you what the best watch is, whatever Lucy Davis has bought me. But the, honestly, the, I've, only, I've only run in this watch once so far. The one thing that <laughs> Your actually. Your longest run is 3K. Yeah, 3K. <laughs> the one thing I actually took away from it was my, when I've been doing easy runs, the thing that's really been annoying me recently about my Apple Watch is that it's had my heart rate at 170 beats per minute and I'm running like, I'm not even tired. Yeah. Why is why it's is my right, heart rate 170 accurate. beats per minute? And then mm-hmm. I've been wearing this, this new Garmin watch that Lucy bought me and my heart rate was between 140 to 150 beats per minute running at the same pace. Yeah. What sometimes happens with sports watches and sometimes different straps because I had a metal strap on my last one, it can sometimes be thrown off by the movement or your cadence or the amount of steps that you're making. It can be thrown off by like a multitude of different factors. So this seems to be more accurate when reading my heart rate, which is really important for when I'm doing the easy runs. Yeah, well, I think... The question that obviously you'll start also getting, because now you've got a Garm, you're part of the... Uh, it's a Garmin. It's not, it's a Garm. The Apple Watch, I think, is a bit more of like a tech piece than a Soul Fitness Watch. What are you laughing no, at? No, right. So this is perfect timing for my next question. Okay. Okay. Um, I loved my Apple Watch. I thought it was great. I did think it was a little bit inaccurate and I'm very into stats. So I wanted to see things about my runs, my cadence, the elevation, how far it was, the pay. There was just a lot of things that I wasn't getting from the watch. I think the Apple Watch is great. 
is like a standard fitness watch. It's fucking quite expensive for just like a standard fitness watch that doesn't have a ridiculous amount of like statistics. However, I think for the everyday person, you don't really need as many stats as the Garm gives you. Apple Watch is great. Apple Watch is great. Um, if you do more endurance, so me and Ben run more, Ben cycles more, I'm doing a bit of swimming. That is a great piece of kit to have. You couldn't get any more stats. It's linked yeah. to your phone. And it also depends on how bothered you are about your recovery. Sleep, love it. Tell me all about my sleep. How's my recovery? Am I feeling good? I don't know. Let me check. It depends how much you want to know. Comes back to the calorie counting question again. Oh yeah. Why? Why? Why, why do, do you, you need do that do much it? data? People over over complicate things and over consume data. Why do you need to know that much? Mm -hmm. You don't. Yeah. So you just need to know what you need to know. Most people need to know the steps and potentially uh, the energy that the output is for certain sessions yeah so that's why an apple watch is great for most people if you're doing a lot of endurance events or you need to measure performance or you need to know more about it potentially a garment's good but it's a big outlay of money yeah i mean i think i think they're quite similar prices now i think apple watch has really gone up quite a lot but then there's so many different levels of garment yeah, yeah. you can get they are mm -hmm. different prices one of the things that i did want to mention actually was how fitbit has had to recall around 1.7 million of their smart watches because of the risk of burns as the battery can overheat. How have they had Fitbit for so many years? And then, and then this was only in March 22. They've been like, it's burning people's skin. The thing is though, it's like whenever a company changes parts in a product happens in cars all the time. If there's a, if there's a part that changes yeah. that from a different manufacturer, all the cars have to be with, uh, withdrawn and recalled. Doesn't matter how far along in that brand journey they've released the product. Mm. It can still go wrong. Yeah, that's no, no offense to Fit, but I think Fitbits are really good if you just want to track yeah. steps, expended energy and things like that. And I guess that's the only one negative I definitely would say with any fitness tracker is if you do not want to know how many calories you're burning, don't get one. Because yeah. you, if you think you will become obsessive over it, we've all been there. We have all been there where we obsess how many calories you burn a session. I've, I've been there, you've been there. Yeah, yeah, 100%. But that's there. why, again, you just need to rethink about how you're measuring yeah. sessions don't become a hamster and base everything off calories burn especially if it's a weight session mm -hmm. your resistance training sessions you should be going in and looking how can i build myself not how can i make myself smaller how can i build not burn what are you doing well, he it's not said fucking, right carl's changing the cameras you know it's not fucking tim westwood he hasn't got little boom noises for when you're well carl's gonna bombs. add it in carl's gonna add in the but, boom uh, noise because you just humiliate me Thank you. Next question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you always ruin my little like moments. Do you remember Tim Westwood? I was like, ding, 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 press about a million buttons. Do you remember Tim Westwood? What is that? Yeah. Yeah. DJ? I don't know. I think that's poor my age. Tim Westwood. Tim Westwood. He's, I'm 25. he's the, the kind of older white guy and he talks like this. Oh, yeah. Tim Westwood. Tim Westwood. He was actually performing when I was in Falaraki. <laughs> oh, I, rec yeah. I recognize who he is. Yeah, but a little bit weird. Okay, so quite a broad question for a last question. Mm -hmm. How to handle criticism online? <laughs> oh, I can delete. No, it really doesn't work like that. <laughs> you know when people it say... It can work like that. It can for definitely some people. I think I am more of an emotional being. So this is from personal experience. I think it's bad to retaliate. Just on that note, though, where you said you're quite a vulnerable being, it's very easy for. But I said emotional. Okay, emotional. <laughs> Same thing. Um, it's very easy for people to go. Oh, I don't give a shit. Everybody gives a shit. 
everybody gives I a shit. I think, you, I, yeah, there's, you know what? You can have good days and bad days. Yeah. On good days, sometimes you're like, hey, look what this person said about me. On a bad day, some, sometimes you genuinely, it really affects you. Mm-hmm. So I think it depends on how you're feeling that day. I've had some really bad trolling comments where I just quite, I really couldn't deal with them very well. And I had some days I was like, this is absolutely sound. And I think one of the best things to do and the way that I always look at it is I put myself and my head and my perspective into what they're going through, who they are as a person. And at the end of the day, if I'm never going to help this person, I'm never going to sell to them. They're never going to be coached by me. I shouldn't really be interested in their opinion of me. And that's something that has been at the forefront of my mind because I have had so many nasty comments since I've been doing my ultra. I don't, I'm not all sharing online. I probably shared a few because I don't want to base around negativity, but the best thing to do and also is just say like, oh yeah, you know, have a great day. Thank you. Bye. Because not, there is nothing worse than replying to a nasty comment or criticism with positivity. Mm-hmm. It's embarrassing for the other, it's, it's so embarrassing for the other person. Of course. Imagine getting like, oh, oh, you must be having like a really bad day. I really hope you're okay. Yeah, so empathy. Empathy. Because how much of a dick do you look then? Mm-hmm. You're so embarrassed. And then also it ends the conversation for you. A lot of the time it comes from a place they're going through something mentally or they're jealous of you. They can't deal with what you're doing. There's something untoward there and they thrive off like negativity. That was me. Yeah. I mean, there's there's different ways in which you can deal with it. Firstly, if you're getting criticism, you must be doing something interesting because people are taking note of what you're doing. Mm. Secondly, I like to use a scenario. So generally people will look through the comments, right? And what I like to do is look at the percentage. So of them being good. Let's say you get 10 comments, two of those are negative. That's an 80% positivity score right there. Yeah. Then if we had a football stadium full of 100,000 people, 80,000 people screaming for you, 20,000 are booing. Do you know what you'd hear from those booing? Fuck all. Oh, I was going to do an example then. Fuck all. So look at it that way. Try and put, try and take, take a step back. Because a lot of people are looking at things with a ma- things with a magnifying glass. Like take a step back, look at the context, and have a look at all that positivity there. Because because again, like we spoke about before, negativity bias. People are just going to hone in on those negative comments, and it makes you feel really shitty, and you don't take on board all the positive stuff that's in there. And a lot of the people who usually agree will agree with you won't write anything. They they might like it, yeah. But it's always the negatives who will write comments, and it's easy to to kind of take that out of context. So, scenario this morning, we've just put, like, again, we put a new ad up for the summer challenge. Oh, have you just got a reply? Yeah. So, we put an ad up for the summer challenge. I'll get, Cal, can we put these little screenshots up on the YouTube channel? This will... They'll be on Spotify as well, by the way, guys, now, because we've got video Oh, yeah, we've got video on Spotify, by the way, if you want to watch it on there. Uh, We'll call him... Peter. Peter Dick. So, Peter Dick has gone onto our ad and wrote a comment. What did the comment say? I'll actually pull it up now. The comment said, it just said, uh. That's all it says. One, oh. one unholy sound to which I wrote back, explain. And then he wrote back, I was happily scrolling and then your video started playing. And I said, what was the issue with the sound? And they replied, the voice. 
So I then said, so someone's voice is unholy. What a lovely guy that you are. And the thing that I said on Instagram story today was social media has become a place where people can throw insults at people without any ramifications or without any consequences. So what I did was really quickly clicked on his profile, saw that he was a social media manager for a company, went on the company's page, and I just screenshot the conversation he'd put and attached it onto their page. It's great. Yeah. To which I've actually, I don't really know what the reply says, so we just have the reply from the company. Is it a reply from the company? From Pedal Me, which was the company that was, was there. So, Benjamin, I have literally no idea who that guy is, but I can assure you he does not work for us. I will obviously have to try and get him to remove the part of his profile. All the best, Ian, head of communications and actual media manager. And then he's just wrote another message. Ah, he's a former, I don't know if he's wrote this wrong, he's a former something. I am told before my time, apologies, we'll try and get him out of our lives. All the best. There you go. So fair enough on the, the company for applying. But he's obviously their previous social media manager is what I'm gathering from the message. What a prick. Do you know what it is though as well? I think it's good to do stuff like that because no, you no, should have consequences that's when you're what, That's what I'm talking about. There's, there's different ways you can deal with criticism online. You can you can use it as a shield to to go on the attack kind of like I've done today. I don't always like doing that, but I also think at the same time, there was a, a it wasn't even about me or you. It was about a guy's voice who had willingly participated in questions that we were asking on the high street. Mm. Don't take the piss out of his voice. Yeah. Why do you need to do that? It's something that you can't change. I think it's obviously... A, quite a positive though that you did that and then obviously you got the example of james where he called someone up yeah, on the great. phone yeah and i think that's such a positive with social media because it shouldn't be a place where it's open to bullying yeah. because there's you wouldn't bullying happens in schools and things like that and they have things in place to try and stop it social media is a free-for-all you can say whatever you want and there's no consequences but now consequences are being put in place where your fake profile will be found. Mm-hmm. You, We can find exactly who you are and what you said. We can get your number. We can contact your employer. People shut the fuck up because they then have consequences. I just think, honestly, yeah. it's such a positive and it just shows you don't do it in the first place. My my take is usually most of the time to be kind to them because I think empathy is a really powerful tool and it ultimately makes them look like a complete twat when they've mm-hmm. wrote something negative and horrible to you and you reply back with, hey, mate, just seen your profile, love your dog sounds super random but you, how can you be nasty to someone it, it offsets the natural algorithm of an argument yeah but then at the same time i think it's good to use things like that put it on social media and show those consequences to these keyboard warriors who just like to sling shit out to people all the time yeah one thousand percent lastly though at the same time we all have opinions oh yeah and, and everyone's allowed to have some kind of opinion and this is the other thing that we were talking about before is necessarily is an opinion ever wrong it's not fact it's not saying this this is black and white this is it me and kyle were having a debate before we took we both have different opinions on something but it doesn't mean that we can we can basically we can both have different opinion, opinions and be friends just because oh, yeah. someone has a different opinion on one topic too doesn't mean that's it i had a disagreement with someone the other day about the swimming debate about the transgender athletes being banned from it this girl flies off the handle at me going in you're wrong. Da, 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 da. I simply said, this is my opinion on it. We both have different opinions. It doesn't mean that I'm against transgender. It just means that on this topic, mm-hmm. I believe the right thing happened. Doesn't mean that we can't be friends. Straight away, boom. Started backpedaling. Yeah. She unfollowed me as well, by the way. They do because they get embarrassed. Started backpedaling. I'm really sorry. Um, like you've come across as a really nice guy. And 
you are 100% right that we can both have different opinions with inside the same space. I think one of the best and things... And then, oh, then she followed wow. me again. Oh, yeah, that's weird. Why would you all follow in the first place? Because people... when you, oh, at the, the start. That, the thing that happens is when you step on people's agendas, they get really offended by it. Mm. I forgot my point. Oh, no. I think a great statement is we're just going to agree to disagree. How many times do we say that to each other? Yeah. I'm just going to agree to disagree because we can't agree, so let's agree to disagree. Yeah. But great times it's fine that you can have an opinion which is different to mine fucking hell welcome to the world like the car keys Ben lost my car keys by the way guys in a power the other day and he, like, he couldn't remember me giving to them and then we lost them and then we found them at the front desk and I went you know what we're going to have to just agree to disagree because I thought I gave you them and you thought you didn't agree to disagree boom the debate was though did you physically put them in my I hand Cal, I did or, put them in his hand <laughs> wait, yeah. or did you put no. them on the desk no whilst i was carrying five thousand things no, into the i gym? literally put them in your hand see okay. but this is but i'm saying if this is this is open to debate i'm not saying eva's right or wrong where you're fairly certain on your point i'm saying let's check the cctv i said <laughs> let's check the cctv also <laughs> this is how this is how sure we were and then when we left we're like we're gonna have to agree to disagree because we can't decide who uh who lost Lucy's keys? Uh, at the then. end of the day, though, <laughs> did you get your car keys back and drive your car away from the gym? Yes. There you go. Oh my God, you just left me fist pumped. Who's getting a call? You. For God's sake, it's Liverpool. <sighs> no thanks. What Liverpool Football Club? No. It's a 151 number. Okay. So it's, do you know what? It's probably florists. Brilliant. <laughs> More of what I need in my life. <laughs> Paying thousands of pounds for flowers, which are going to die. That, that, do you know what? That is the. the that is the thing that just about a wedding, the flowers are, are going to die. Yeah. It's just so, it's just a lot to take in for, anyway, we can't talk wedding. It's just basically you're burning money. <sighs> Why can't we not have flowers? Just not have flowers. Is there an alternative? <laughs> what? What do you mean? Can't have flowers at your wedding. Why can't we just not have the flowers? What, do you want to carry a fucking candle? <laughs> What's the alternative though, is what I'm saying? There's no alternative. Of course there is. Lego flowers. There we go. Who, Cal? Lego. You're both uninvited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uninvited to my own wedding. But no, on that hilarious note, we will be ending the podcast here. Also, by the to... way, if you want to ask any questions for future podcasts feel free to jump onto the youtube channel and pop mm -hmm. any questions in there and spotify has a ask a question feature so and i don't know if you heard cal cal was saying that sorry about that hi yeah i've got a mic um spotify <laughs> has a ask a question feature so we're going to be adding that into this week's app um if you're listening or watching on spotify as we are now on video there feel free to go in and then ask us some questions. I love that. I didn't know that was a thing. Ah, no. do you reckon we should tell them who's on the next episode so that if they've got any questions they want to ask, they can ask them to the guest? Yeah, why not? Yeah. Okay, so the next episode we have got is with the two world's strongest men. Well, the European strong, world's strongest man and the world's strongest man, Tom and Luke Stoltman, which is going to be an epic, I can't epic wait. They're incredible, guys. They're really funny as well, so it'll be a great episode. So if you want to ask Tom or Luke the current world's strongest man. Like, he's walking around at the moment and there was fucking no one on earth who's stronger than him. What Isn't do, that crazy? What, yeah. What do you want to ask? Yeah. And even if you're 
you listen on Apple, you know, drop a DM to the Not So Fit Couple Instagram page and we'll still yeah. get those questions. YouTube, you know, we'll definitely sift through them all, but that podcast is going to be so interesting. Yeah. I feel like it's just, we have so many questions. But yeah, don't forget that the Summer Challenge enrollment, your 50% off, the code is not going to be there forever. So use code SUMMER22. The links will be below. It is the best challenge. It's the best community, fitness community that you'll ever be a part of. I will not lie to you. And then it's not even biased because I just truly believe that. But we hope you enjoyed today's episode, whether yeah. you are watching or listening. Also, intentions are always speaking louder than your actual words. So do something today that makes you feel uncomfortable. Get out your comfort zone. Do something that scares you. We'll finish on quotes. I love that. We are. Banging them out. You didn't give me a pre-warning. I just thought I'd pop it off, yeah. I'll do next week's. Amazing. And lastly, Coro. If you want some of my nuts in your life, hit the link in the descriptions and use not so fit five have a great day or evening guys bye guys bye